I'm, I'm sure I should do that, John, more and more. I'm more sure often. That's what I should do. No, I think there is. I think there's that last little bit of, you know, competitive nature in you before you're just like, well, I can't do it anymore. I'm just now I'm just breaking down. Yeah. You know, I'm just breaking down. At this point. You got to get that stuff out of the basement. Yeah. Yeah. One a couple of last goals before you kick the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs> wow. Find different ways to compete after that. Yeah. You got to find something to like strive for. Yeah. I think after this though, it'll be competitive eating. I think that's the way I'm going to go. Ooh, I think I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go competitive I figured it'd be competitive. Eating. I figured it'd be competitive barbecuing for you. Oh, trust me. I want to do that too. Trust me, I do that too. I want to do that too. I, I have a, wow. like a brand new, I have a, a brand new smoker that I, hopefully I will get the breakout for you guys in the football season. But yeah, I have a smoker out there that I'm super excited. It's all seasoned. It's ready to go. I just got to like, get a brisket on there or something and, and practice and get a couple of things on there just to regulate the temperature and figure out all the little mm-hmm. nooks and crannies. And then, yeah, totally going to do that. You got a thousand dollars to spend on a brisket. How much? A thousand. No, I don't go a thousand. I find the cheapest H-E-B brisket out there. It's like 10 pounds. It's on sale. Cost me like maybe $40. <laughs> and that's about as far as I'm going to go with that. No, I ain't doing any of that stuff. If, if you need a smoker, I can help. Nah. I figured that. You're the no, first person I'm going to call. No. You're the first person I'm going to call, Judd. Don't worry. Well, i tell you what, though. What, that's Dr. a really good Pepper's question, though. Gone, by the way. Yeah. That's a really good question, though. Like, how do you say it? Like, we're all older now, but we all still have the competitive juices, right? Some are older than others on here, you know. We obviously. all have the competitive juices, I would say. I mean, yeah. Terry's getting ready to do his stuff again. Yeah. So I basketball every week. I get quite angry at times. Do you really? Oh, man, I get, yeah. I have to catch myself, man. I'll be out there and just stuff happens. And you're just like, you know what? That's it. I've had it. And yeah, you got to take a step back and just take a like break. Like you're going to throw down? No, not throw down, but you you know the competitive juices get flowing. You're just like you know you start playing a little more physical than what's really needed out there with a little pickup game from church. Some of these. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Some okay. Bows start flying. A little okay. physicality gets a little higher. Yeah. Yeah. Moss, what are you about to do all over? I still don't like about? to lose. What is Cook talking about? What are you doing again? Uh, back into the uh, the. Uh, the, like the Tough Mudders. And sp- the, the, the one I'm doing is this fall is Tough Mudder. Oh, okay. But I'll do Where's that the- and then go back to doing Spartans and such too. Where's the Tough Mudder at? Up in Dallas. I was but- almost willing to start training for it to do it. And then I started looking at some of that stuff and I was like, my knees would explode. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, there was a couple, man. I was like, dude, if I no way, if I fell off of that, I my knees would just like fold in half. Yeah. John, are you, mean, are you still competitive, John? Sorry, let me cut you off. Sorry, I haven't done uh, any of those uh, mutters or Spartans in a long time. They're fun. You should do one. Uh, but are, but, but are you but are you still competitive? Like, are you like inside? Like, are you do you still have the competitive like, like, running through? Like in here. Right here, wherever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wherever it comes from. Yeah, I still got that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I wonder if that part ever gets ever is gone for any of us. Imagine that it will. Why would it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, it's kind of part of you. I don't think it really yeah. will go away. <clears throat> no matter Did what you age say- you are, you should always want to challenge yourself. 
I'll be 80 years old in a wheelchair and I want to race people. Yeah, I can imagine if we like went out to like a driving range or like a go-kart thing or something, we would oh, just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Roman's racing. I, I went... The last... <laughs> and now it's been years now. It's probably been five, six plus years. I took my kids out. Was it, is it Brenham? And they had that go-kart race uh, track. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I went with my kids, my children. And <laughs> I got... That like the people pulled me over and I got a warning because I was like knocking into children. <laughs> Grown the guy pulled me over and he said, "Sir," and he put like a, a mark on my hand and he said, "If you get another one of these, you have to stop racing." Like I got a warning in front of everyone, children and grownups, and I got awesome. chided for being too aggressive. But that's hand. funny. Did you at least did you tell him Rubin's racing? Did you not say that? I was like, I'm. I just had to look at him. I had to look like a 17 year old in the face as he marked this on my wrist. I apologize. Wow, it was embarrassing. <laughs> it was like some, some some kid getting paid like you know. Oh, that's awesome. Eight dollars an hour, you know, part time. Is like, sir, can you please stop running into children? Uh, you should have said they they got to learn. Hey, I was winning. What I'm gonna tell you? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's do this real fast and come back to this. Okay, uh, episode 110 of Off Our Game here. Everybody, the group is here together. The crew is all together today. Um, we will actually get into our normal part of the show, but let's come back to this competitive edgy edge stuff that we have. So, obviously, John, you got in trouble for that, but how do I say it? Mullins, you've pushed yourself all the time, you know, physically doing things. You've done running and CrossFit and now Spartan races. I mean, is it more of a mental challenge now than it is a physical challenge? Uh, <laughs> that's it. It's really both because, you know, oh, I would say if several years ago, probably four years ago, things really started getting hard. Like my training and the running and everything just way harder than it ever was. And so now I think it's a it's still it's still a mental challenge, but in a different manner. Now it's a mental challenge against my body trying to say, "You should just don't do this. Why are you doing this?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Shut up and just do it." <laughs> okay. Reset the so, check engine lights. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of it's it's a weird feeling in a way, and and very frustrating sometimes too because I'm like. God, just five years ago, I was able to do this with no problem. You know, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. lift heavier or lift or run faster. And I'm just like, like sprints. I've, I've started doing sprints again, trying to work on my, on my long distance running. And holy crap, my sprint speeds are pathetic. It, I would say my sprint speed right now is half what it was just five years ago. It's okay. weird how that just happens all of a sudden to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you see that in, you see it in pro sports, right? You see someone all of a sudden they come, you know, they miss a season or the season's over and they come back the next year and you're like, dude, what happened? They, they've sudden, they truly lost a step, you know, it's weird right. when you see yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, Cook, do you feel the same way too? Like what, what Mullins is saying? Like, is it, did it just all of a sudden like change? I know you had injuries to your knees and stuff, but I mean, does it just change for you like physically? Um. Yeah, it does. I mean, when I started doing the training for the half marathons and stuff like that, I was running, you know, I was running a lot and it's weird. It's like all of a sudden 
one day it's like, okay, I'm on here and I'm, I don't get fatigued until I hit around my mile six. And then all of a sudden one day it's like, holy crap, why am I struggling to get past mile two? What is going on? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It's, I've had to like slow the speed down. I can still go a long, longer distance, but I can't do it near as fast. I have to slow okay. it down. Okay. Hmm. It's weird. It just happens one day. It's almost like someone flipped the switch. It's really strange. Hmm. Yep. Now I haven't been trying to run wind sprints or anything like Mullins. <laughs> you know, I I do that playing basketball. Now we play the full court basketball every week and running up and down the court doing that. You know, it's uh it's weird. It's like um I'll be running backpedaling and I'll turn to sprint and then I turn to sprint and it's just like I know I can run faster than this. Why am I going so slow? I don't understand. What, what is going on? Why can't I? It's like, I, it's almost feels like I can't get out of third gear. Mm-hmm. It's like you're stuck in third gear and you can't ever yeah. get to the next gear. And just like, what the heck, man? What is going on? I, I just hope when I'm at the fields doing my sprints that people aren't watching me. Because <laughs> they're probably like, what is that guy doing? Why is he jogging just 40 yards? <laughs> I was yeah. gonna, so last, uh, not this past week, but the week before we went and played, after we got through playing, we were like, hey, guys, let's go to IHOP and, and eat some breakfast. So we get to IHOP, and this was my it's first not, time this ever happened to me. Dude, I not Waffle so House? No, nope. IHOP. <laughs> IHOP. We got to IHOP, and you know, it's crowded. There's a waiting. There's people waiting. And a, and a, and a young, like, 17, 18-year-old kid got up and goes, oh, you can sit here, sir, if you want. No. Oh, I just looked at him. I was like, "What? What?" And all the guys that I'm with, they're all like, "All the guys that I'm with, are like in their twenties and thirties. They're like, oh man, that's that, that's bad.'" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you have like this mental image in your head of like, "Yeah, I, I still got this. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fit. I'm, I can do things." And then, like. Carrie and Cook was saying, like, you get out there and you're like, oh God, like what like what happened? Like this used to work. Like this, this was like a uh, finely oiled machine. You know, one day you're like, I, you know, my my 15-year-old daughter, she wants to race in the hallway. I I got this. I'm fast. No, nah, God, like forget it. There's nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing, there's just it's just not there. Uh, yeah. Um, I, did it I, feel like that for you guys? Like you just couldn't get out of third gear? Like you just can't get that next yeah. gear for whatever reason. It just feels like the yeah. transmission is stuck. You can't get it to shift. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's strange. And and yeah. and as far as like weightlifting, I stopped lifting heavy a few years back just because it's you know my joints just can't handle the heavy heavy stuff. So mm. so basically, I drop down the weight a little bit and then just do more reps. You know, yeah, it's way easier now. As far as like the mental competitiveness, one of the things that I love the most about about doing some of these races, especially like the the long races like a Ragnar or the Texas Independence Relay that goes on for like 36 hours. So you you reach a point of, you know, very little sleep to no sleep, you know, 12 hours into it, you know, 24 hours into it. And you start asking yourself, you know, why am I doing this? And I love reaching that point and then knowing that I can pass it. I can get by that and continue. And it, so, yeah. And, and that still gets me even today. And that's a big thing with like running. Like I don't lift a lot of weights like you guys, but like I was always like a cardio guy or running 
And there's, that's more of, you were talking about earlier, like, is it physical or is it mental? Running is a mental game, right. long distance anyway. Yeah. So you're, you're just, you're just, uh, bargaining with yourself the whole time. Yep, you're, right. you're, you get to a point and you're just like, yep. man, I'm tired, man. I should just stop. And you just have to keep telling yourself to keep going. And then, you know, I'm, you make it another mile or two or whatever. And then you're just like, Boy, it'd be nice if I just stopped right now. And you're right. just constantly, and then this might That's have to funny. go on for like two or three hours. Like you're just, yeah. if you're doing like a marathon or half or something. You're just convincing yourself that you're to just keep going. Put one foot in front of the other. Put one I foot in front of the other. I started bargaining with myself. I'm like, all right, just just get two more miles and you can stop. And then yeah. I'll, I'll get to the two miles and I'm sure. like, nope, you're not stopping. You're going to keep yeah. going. You're going to you go just, two more miles. It, and it's just like, okay, just get the two more miles. And it's just like, I keep upping it every time. Yeah, I don't ever let myself tell tell myself that I can stop at any point. I, I always just like, you know, just just get to that next point and it'll be all better, you know, or get get to wherever it'll be all better. You know, another couple of hours, the sun's coming up. And and oddly enough, when you're doing one of these races and you're you're running during the night, which I love to run during the night. But when that sun comes up the next morning, it's like a whole like like somebody hit the refresh button it, it's mm -hmm. just really cool and and mm. you also know oh i only have a few more hours left anyway so mm. it's really? it's really cool yeah if you can push through that that middle uh part uh and then you get toward the end you get that 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 joggers high or yeah. the second wind or whatever yeah. Right? yeah and you can get to it but you just got to get through that 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 middle part that just sucks well, like you, John, when you did your marathon, I mean, I've always heard, I've never ran a marathon, but I've always heard that when you hit like mile 20, 19 to 20, you, a lot of people hit a wall and it's oh, just yeah. like, just oh, yeah. knocks you, basically just knocks you down. And then you're like, I can't go anymore. But if you make it past that, then like you said, you get that runner's high and then you finish. Yeah. I would say like 15 to 20 you know to 22 th those miles right there are the roughest you, you get past like that if you've trained for it you get past that half marathon phase and then once you get around 20 it, things start getting rough real rough yeah. okay I, I have a question for you but uh, everybody let me let's do a little bit more and then we'll bring into the show so you know the hardest thing i i i struggle with it's kind of what you guys like you're like functionally your body you're like five years ago this was a lot easier right not just not just actually doing the workout but the recovery part of it too yeah. oh yeah monday's workout it was rough right it was a rough workout was it the toughest one i've ever done probably not but it was still pretty rough and i was my legs are still sore from monday's workout right but i, I wouldn't did Monday, today's workout anyway so my struggle with all the time too is seeing people like i, I think i I'm fairly sure I'm the oldest one at my gym that's working out out of the guys. And um, I struggle hard when there's somebody like 10, 12 years younger than I am. <laughs> that's just repping through things. I'm just like, I should be able to do the exact same thing in my head. Mentally, that's where I'm at. I'm like mentally, I'm just like, mm -hmm. like I'm, 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 I'm as competitive as the guy that's doing this stuff. But I'm just like, but yep. physically, I'm just like, it's not, it's not going like it. Like you talk about it, you're in third gear or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. you're doing your maximum and you're just like, I can't, I can't do this. But mentally you want to do it. Mentally you want to do it because you don't want to be a whole round or 
50 reps behind the guy over there that's just repping it out like crazy, you know? And so that's my biggest oh. struggle. My biggest struggle yeah. is like understanding that I am not that age, even though I want to be that age, yeah. I am not that age anymore. It's funny you mentioned the recovery aspect of it. There are days when we go out and play basketball, I'm, it doesn't matter whether I go hard or it's just I'm out there playing. But I'm sore the next day. My ankles hurt. My Achilles tendons are always tight. But on the days or the weekends that I go really hard out there, mm-hmm. oh, man, it's uh, – I am – it takes me almost like five days to recover. It's like I'm some sort of professional athlete. I'll be icing my ankles. I'll be heating the ankles. <laughs> I get the massage thing on. I'm rubbing my ankles down. I get the leg compression things out and put them on my legs and try to squeeze the inflammation out of my legs. It, you'd think I'm some sort of pro athlete trying to get ready for the next week. <laughs> and it takes me until about Thursday. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I think I can play Saturday. And then I go mm-hmm. play. And then I, you know, if I can go hard again, then I got to repeat the whole thing again. Mm-hmm. But Sundays around here, dude, I look like, you know, some NFL player on a Monday morning. I'm like creeping because my lower body is just tore up on Sundays. That's how it was this morning. And the weird part too, as you get older, it's not the next day where you're sore. It's two days yeah, later yeah. when you're extremely yeah. sore. This morning, I was like rolling myself out of bed because my legs were still that sore. I was just like, yeah, goodness gracious. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but you can, you can see the progression of like professional athletes of where they go where they're in their prime condition. And then they're in their late thirties, early forties, you know, getting, and then you, you, you see, cause like, like what we're saying, like, we still think we can do it, but we still, you can, you're more uh, mentally, you're there, but physically you're not. So you can, you can see how athletes get into coaching because you know, they're yeah. like, I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I just can't do it anymore. But yeah. I can teach others how to do it because I'm seeing what they can't see because they're, they're young and they think they're going to be this physical forever. Yeah. yeah. You can teach them, you know, look out for this. You need to know how to do this. This is what yeah. you, yeah. you can see the progression now that we're in that stage now of like, Oh, we, we would, if we were athletes and got to this point, we would be now coaches or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just like Sosa was saying, you know, you see that young kid in the gym working oh. out next to you and he's just knocking things out. I always just want to look over there and go 20 years. That's not going to be that easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Here, say it, Terry, through, but I want, I'm sure you, I'm sure you've done this too. Like I've been in like a race or, uh, you know, whatever, 5k, half mile, whatever it is, uh, half marathon, sorry. And, and you're running and you're just like, I, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing yeah. good. And then all of a sudden, like some 18 year old just leaves you in the dust. And you're like, fuck that motherfucker. Cause you know, like you're doing everything you can do, but he just is physically, he just can, he's just better. But you're just like, but I still, even to this day, I have somebody do that to me and I will speed up a little bit. At first, like, oh, yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah. what am yeah, I doing? Yeah, 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 yeah slow yeah. it down, slow yeah. it down. I'm gonna blow a gas this up. Don't pull okay, okay, okay. I'm guilty of this. We should probably really move on, but I'm guilty of this. And, and uh, I don't know if y'all are too, but like, anytime like something like tweaks a little bit, do you ever just like stop? You're like, wait a second, did, did, that, did I just do something? Yeah, you ever do that? You're just like, oh, shit. I got, I got to put the weight down or I got to stop for a moment and just make sure I'm, I'm all right. It's like you have to do a self-check. Okay. Yeah. This is well, good. That's good. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Not really anymore because yeah, something hurts every day, my, my, all day. Yeah. So it's just my like, favorite, uh, like 
thing like that is like you're I'm running and then I'm like, oh, I, I gotta stop. And so I'm like walking and then I see a jogger coming toward me and I'm like, oh, he's coming. So I start running again <laughs> until I pass that person. Yes. Again. I can't show that person that I'm walking. Every, every time. Yeah. Uh, shoot. I did that last summer on the, uh, on working out on a treadmill. I was running and I was, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, what was that? Was that, a, it was like my calf twinged a little bit. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, what was that? And I was like, oh, I can run. Oh, I'm done. That was it. <laughs> oh, I'll just run through it. Nope. Within three seconds, I was like, that's it. I'm done. I was out for like four weeks. <laughs> uh, I know I did. I did that with my back. Anytime I think I'd like, I think I just like twinge something with my lower back. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to stop for a second. Like, no, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to walk away and be all right. So I'll know tomorrow for sure if I messed up my back or not. Oh man. Well, uh, everybody listening to all of this, uh, obviously <laughs> if you uh, are a competitor and it used to be a competitor, you know, Hit us on our Twitter page. Let us know what you do to stay competitive or, you know, send us an email. Let us know what you do. That's a long conversation about from some old men about our competitive base. Um, episode our, what's one. Our, what's our huh? email? You said uh, email, off our, off our, uh, email at offourgame.com. So uh, definitely send us an email. We'd love to hear stories about, you know, competitors and what they do to compete. So um, or keep competing, you know, either with themselves or, or against others. So um episode 110 with famous number 10 what do we got uh eli manning. Kill. eli manning is he famous eli manning he's gonna be a hall of famer what are you talking <laughs> about super bowl winner man i kill you just like him because he stopped tom brady twice john that's the only reason you like eli manning yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay can we get over this tyree kill and this his uh over over whatever achieving with a Tua and like she was like he's got a great arm and I heard this crap he's like the most accurate quarterback this week can we get Tyreek Hill off of this in this whole Tua BS because you know it's crap I know it's crap and you know it's crap he's supporting this, his teammate yeah don't give me that he's don't doing better than that. Justin Fields is. Yeah. don't give me that Mullins okay and this might be the Dr Pepper talking I'm not totally for sure but <laughs> Uh, don't give me that crap that he's backing up his team. That's a bunch of malarkey. And you know it is just as much as anybody else says that Tua is not the most accurate quarterback he's ever had. What's his... Um, he's not? Yeah. He's horrible? No. Is he... Yeah. But he's not the most accurate quarterback he's ever that's ever thrown to him. But well, the only other one was that. Mahomes. No, you're not supposed to say those things. That's not what you're supposed to say. There's a better way to answer that question. <laughs> like what? I don't know. It's not that. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> what do you, what do you, wow. I'm like, no. And he, it's not like this is his first comment too. He's just been all over to his jock the entire freaking OTAs. I'm just like, no. No. That's what you want in your receiver exactly. with your quarterback. Oh, my goodness. He's just doing that in public. I guarantee you when they get in the huddle during the season, he's like, look, dude, if you overthrow me again. <laughs> if you Justin fills me again. If you throw that ball at my feet again. I was going to say, it's more likely to throw it at his feet. You're not going to overthrow Hill. Uh-oh, that Dr. Pepper's gone. Oh, oh it is. It is. But you, it you have to come on. on what do you're doing. If he's standing five yards away from you, you throw it over his head. I mean, yeah. You have oh, to agree man, with me a little bit. Come on. Y'all have to agree with me a little bit that that Tyreek is overblowing this whole two quarterback sick of situation. Myself. I'm a little sick of it myself. Okay, I'm, thank I'm, you. I'm with you. He's fine. Stop, He's, stop no. The, 
No, he's doing what he's he should doing be doing. What he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. What is that? What is he doing? Tell me. Tell me it's what he's supposed to be doing. Supporting his to teammate. He can say that, but he can also say it without being like, "Oh, he's the most accurate quarterback Just I've like, ever uh, seen." Devontae Adams. He said, "You know, I've gone from Hall of Fame quarterback to Hall of Fame quarterback." He's and we also know that's crap. We, we also know, that's, know crap. that's crap. You, we, we do know that's crap. Super Bowl or two later, and we, it, it will be true. John, I love you, but right now it's crap. <laughs> he's saying what he's supposed to be saying. What? what? Yeah. Oh, no. You're you killing me with this. We got plenty of time. He's yeah. young. They, they work with this system. We got a Hall of Fame quarterback in the making, right? Who's we talking about Tua Carr? Who's We're talking about Carr, not Tua? <laughs> <Come on. laughs> no. Yes. Crazy. He's blowing so much smoke up his butt. So much. Well, sometimes that happens. He's being uh, a good teammate. He's doing yeah. doing what he should. Mullins, Mullins, you know better. You so know better. Do, do you want Tyree Kill or do you want Justin Fields going, hey, these are these would be six three six string wide receivers on Ohio <laughs> State. Yeah. And like Mulrooney and whoever the hell's I don't even know that. Pringle. They're all just going, hey, what the, what did I do? I just, come on. It's like, Again. It's like Sean Watson a couple of years ago. He said, I'm playing with guys who should be working at Walmart. That's Dang. Yeah. I don't even remember that quote. Yeah, he said, what happened receivers that. should be working at Walmart. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Okay, that, you're right. You're right, John. There, there's one extreme, and then there's the other extreme. But there's a right? middle ground. <laughs> there's a middle <laughs> ground we could be on. Exactly. Exactly. There's a way to answer the question with to be complimentary, but also not to be, you know, not to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Go off the deep end. That's a good way to say it. Don't so say. Exactly. Exactly. Don't you don't, man, you, this, don't, you don't know. Maybe two was lighting it up. It's true. You, you haven't been to camp. Have you been watching this camp? There's only been one game played so far. Two you know what else, though? I haven't heard a single person say anything on TV about how he's lighting up at camp. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. And nobody else is talking him up. There's nobody else. Mike, I don't hear Mike Gusecki, who's tied in, be like, wow, he's the best quarterback I've ever had. Maybe he's just throwing a Tyree Hill the whole time. Yeah. Well, then he's got some bad reads. He's got some bad reads going on. Because, you know, all you hear about the Patriots right now is how horrible the offensive looks. And this is this is camp. Yeah. yeah I have so, heard that. Yeah. I have been getting a little sick and tired of like every little thing that happens bad at camp and everybody's like, Oh my God, that's horrible. They're just the worst it's, ever. I'm like, it's extreme camp. exaggeration on everything. Yeah. Are you, who are you talking about? You're talking about Cowboys camp? You're talking all about of it. Else? All of it. Uh, every bit of it. I heard your boy uh, Ezekiel showed up a little uh, chunky. What? No, that I heard not. he showed up in great shape. Oh, okay. That's not what I heard. Uh, who's reporting this? Well, Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport? No. Fournette showed up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like a Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. Anyway. I agree. Go ahead. It's getting, it's getting ridiculous. Like, I think social media is the worst thing for, for NFL camp right now. Because, yeah. yeah. Underpass, overpass, perfect pass. And they're just going crazy. Like it's yeah, camp. But, but you it's have like, to admit though, some of it's true. I thought Justin Justin Fields. I'm sorry, that, that some of that stuff that looks pretty bad. bad. That's that pretty bad. bad. Yeah, I don't know if that was a bad read or a bad throw or both, but you have to admit it was bad. It still can't. But it's one throw though. 
Yeah. And his, and one, his throw. one throw. Maybe You're he right. made 15 great throws before that. But yeah, they didn't show those. Yeah. Probably something like I would do. Like 15 great throws are probably the one bad throw. You're probably right. This is sort of on the same thing. And I wanted to get Sosa's reaction to this. What did you think of the Padres player sliding the third yesterday and his phone falling out of his pocket? Oh, wow. I, saw I saw that. That what was awesome. I saw that. Like, oh, man, I could hear Sosa screaming from his house and call station, purity! <laughs> First of all, if I was the manager, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, why is your phone in your pocket at all? <laughs> or why is it in the locker room? He's listening to yeah. music. Why is, it in the, why is it even in the dugout, right? Yeah, why do you even have it? I'd be pissed. If, and if I was a general manager, too, like, you know, the back, I'd be pissed and be like, dude, like, we're having a talk after the game's over. You and I are going to sit down in the office for a second. Just like, this is like work. When you're well, was, here, this is work. Was he safe? Was he safe? Does it matter? Yeah. He, w- he was safe. <laughs> he was safe. Okay. Well, then that's fine. <laughs> it's um, fine. No harm, no foul. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow. If he was out, we'd have something to talk about. Why, why is me and Cook and then you and, and you and Mullins against each other tonight? What's going on here? Carrie and I are about results. Exactly. How do we get there? Whatever. Yeah. What? Said, All right. It doesn't matter. So the the ends justify the means. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Just win, baby. Just win the game. Yeah. I got so, you. Hmm. No, I'd be pissed. I'd rather fact, he be when out. He was, when he slid in safe, he should have picked his phone up and tweeted, safe. <laughs> oh, no. No. Owens has flipped it and gone Tyreek Hill on us. <laughs> yeah, he is. Opposite Tyreek Hill. Yeah. What? Wow, no. I if you want to talk, if you want to talk purity of the game, the purity of the game is what I sent you. Uh, what is it, yesterday? Oh. Sorry, guys. The, the, oh, the, league, the, the yes. little league world series. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now that's purity of the game right there. Okay. The kid that got is- bean in the head, walked over to first base after he got up, and then went and like the pitcher gave him to him. It's all right because the pitcher was stressed out by the fact he hit him in the head. That's purity of the game right there. That, that was good stuff. I'm not gonna lie. Exactly. Did you tear up a little bit? Because I kind of did. I was a little yeah. bit like, yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. crying. You're crying. You yeah. <laughs> the room got a little dusty. <laughs> now, that's awesome. See, that's why I love the League World Series. We'll get Shout out to Pearland back in the World Series. Oh, did they finish it? Did they finish winning it? Yeah. They're, they're, okay. They will only support fourth time in the last uh, 10 years. I think there's something going on over there, by the way. I'm, I'm with you. Cheaters. Yeah, there's something going on. There's some, something illegal. Probably. Steroids and methamphetamines in the paying their players. Ooh. Yeah, probably. They're probably NIL deals. Do they have NIL deals over there? Is that what's going on? Oh, yeah. It's apparently this is this rich town. There's rich town. There's lots of NIL deals. Exactly. God, that's terrible. NIL deal at 12, that'd be terrible. One, John, you wouldn't those, do that, would you? One of those kids is by 17. <laughs> right. <laughs> John, would you take an NIL deal at 12? Uh yeah. If they offered it, uh, yeah, I sure would. They, offered, they said, Here, no "Here's money to thought. play here. Thank you. I'll take that." No second thought. Did you see that? Oh uh, yeah, of course. I know. So you're saying if you got endorsed by Chaco Taco, you'd be like, "Yeah, I'll, tell me where to yeah, sign." Give me all the Chaco Taco. First off, if he got sponsored by Chaco Taco, it would probably be the end of his career because he would look like a Chaco Taco. <laughs> yeah, that would, would be. Yeah, I'd put on. Uh, some <laughs> uh, we didn't even finish famous number tens. Y'all got me. Y'all got me all riled up with Tyreek Hill. So famous number you 10. got riled up. We did not get riled up. You mentioned Tyreek Hill, which led to me leading to the whole Tua thing. Cause and effect. That's how it works. 
Wow. You, okay. you said name tunes. We <laughs> said Tyreek Hill. That's you asked for that. Oh, yeah, you're right, my bad. Sorry. Yeah. All right, uh, anyway. more tunes. How about more tins. the receiver worth the sandwich? Oh yeah. DeAndre Steve Nash isn't Steve DeAndre Nash ten or was he ten? Uh, Steve Nash was ten. The great oh greatest soccer player of all time, Pele was number ten. I know that. I was going to sure. say Pele. He took it. Did you say yeah. Pele? Pele. Yeah. Pele. Pele. Wow. Pele. Pele. I said it right. Yeah. Does it matter? Pele. No, it's Pele. Pele. Okay. Did we mention all Steve right. Nash? Steve Nash. He yes. Did. Yeah. And um, what about uh, what's his name? Chipper Jones. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, with the Braves. Thank you. Mr. Chewing Tobacco. Uh, Fran Tarkenton. DeAndre Hopkins. Ooh, that's a good I one. I just said DeAndre. Guy the floor. Yeah, he said D Hop. What about what about Walt Frazier? I didn't say Walt Frazier. What about the crying? Uh, Andre Dawson. Andre Dawson. Ooh, Andre is he Dawson 10? No, he's not number 10, is he? Was he not 10? I thought he was. I thought he was, he was number 10. Yeah, Andre Dawson's number 10. The Hawk. Oh, okay. <laughs> he taught us how to how to throw to first base and all that. What about uh Fran Tarkenton? He just I said he just said that. Said <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> I can't think of him, so I'm just repeating them. DeMar DeRozan. Uh, nah. Nah. He's not famous. Deshaun Jackson. Uh, oh, yeah. no. I don't like Deshaun Jackson. That- that Gary Sheffield is not here or there. Oh, Gary Sheffield. Come on. No way. Yeah, he's actually a pretty good baseball player. I just, I just didn't like Gary Sheffield. I don't know why. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Gary Sheffield? Sheffield? Oh, I don't know. Probably I have no idea. It's baseball. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tejada. Miguel Tejada? Yep. Miguel Tejada. Yeah. Tejada. 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 All right. Anything else? You got a number 10? Anybody else is out there? Sure, there's, there's not a, 10's not really impressive. Oh, Pele oh, is the greatest soccer player. Well, besides Pele. Cordell yeah. Stewart. Slash? Slash. He was number 10. Oh, I remember Slash was. Is he, is he, uh, is he worthy of, of Hall of Fame credentials at all? Slash? No. <laughs> no. Maybe sure college. Being, I'm not sure he'd be allowed to go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's, you know, he was inventive. He was an innovator during his time. He never won a Super Bowl, did he? I don't think he ever played in the Super Bowl. I don't think it either. No. I'm just throwing it out there. Was Dang. he not on uh, Pittsburgh's team whenever they went with uh, Roethlisberger? So. When they played uh, Seattle, no, who was the quarterback? Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad for Cordell. Now yeah. I got to look. Oh, well. No, nah, we already told you. We just told you, Mullins. I'd be interested to know when he retired because I don't. He just like disappeared. Yeah. He's like, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, while you're checking things, Mullins, check the uh, social media real fast. I think it's probably too busy for us to answer any questions and then check the email also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Our uh, email uh, person stopped emailing us. Really? I hope, right I hope they're okay. I hope they're okay too. Uh, Maybe we'll get email, a uh, longtime listener email number five at some point. Nah, probably not. Probably. I think that person probably needs to take a break from it anyway. That's what it sounded like to me. And they got some really in-depth questions that they were asking, a little personal. They were stuff. they were breaking us down though. I mean, we we <clears> got <throat> we got to the in-depth, the feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true. A little, we got a little teary, you know. Mm-hmm. We got a little teary in there. So, um, all right, let's get into some stuff then. Uh, let's talk to 
were you or were y'all, I guess I say not you, were y'all happy with what Goodell said about Watson? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Ex- I, I, I thought it was expected. That was me. For me, I wasn't, I guess, overly like. Um, I was shocked that he did say egregious and predatory behavior, you know, but I'm, I'm okay with it. I am too, but I'm also not, I'm not, I'm not shocked by what he decided to do. I'm not shocked with how he wants to go about it. I wasn't it. shocked that he, that he said it, but I was kind of shocked that it was a couple of days, two or three days there in a row of him saying stuff. It's like they Me. keep the league, you know, keep laying stuff out there. You know, they said something on Sunday, then they said something on Monday, and they, they keep talking about how, you know, he deserves this year or, or, or at least a year. They keep throwing that out there. He deserves at least a year, at least this. I I don't, I mean, there for a long time, I thought he was going to get a lot more, but I think if he gets a year, that'd be great. But, man, would it be crazy if he, they came out and threw something out there like, you know what, we're giving you 19 games. Just because they're trying to, you know, you you tried to circumvent the cap, you tried to do all this other crap, so we're going to hit you for a year, and you got to miss two games next year. So you're saying you want them to go after the organization and the player? You want both? I want both. Okay, I I don't disagree with that at all. I think my take from this, or how I want this to play out, I should say, is I want the NFL. This is in my this is a golden opportunity for the NFL in a way to almost have a clean slate meaning here's a player who is in a way damaging the nfl brand with his actions off the field in a way you have a chance an opportunity before the full public and everybody's going on and the players also not just the public not just the fans but also the players that have a serious issue with what Watson got hand to to settle this in a fair and very firm manner and to be able to go forward with any suspensions and get respect, not only from the fans, but also from the players themselves. That's how I look at this situation. I would, I would love for it to play out that way so that going forward, there is something that's a precedent, something that they can work off of and gain the respect back from everybody that they want. So when do you think this decision is going to come down, though? Because they've already announced him as the starter for this preseason game. I would hope it comes down before that preseason game. I don't think the NFL wants him to touch the field. Yeah, then I agree why, with that. Why are they taking so long? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't they've mean, had more than enough time. I mean, it's been a week now almost, right, since they got the appeal started? Well, that's just yeah. they had to, for the appeal. But I know they had to wait. I know, but they, they, they got a resolution on the other part of it, right? I mean, now there's an appeal. So why is it taking so long? If it's I mean, just they, it's not a new hearing, it's just re- you've got to read over the paperwork. They, they play should on have had Friday, so that's two days away. Yeah, they should have had something planned from the get go. I mean, they months they've had months to say, okay, if this happens, this is what we do. If this happens, this is what we do. There's no reason for them to drag it out as long as they've been. Doing I would it. agree with you if it was if it was Goodell hearing it, but since he gave it to that attorney general, I think. That guy has to at least be like, well, I have to take a certain amount of time. I don't want to look like I just, you know, well, Goodell told me to do this, so I just did it. You know, I'm sure he's got to take a little time, but I, I'm, I think a week is a little long. I think it should have been, you know, three to seven days. It should be wrapped up and done. But I mean, yeah. don't you want this? Don't you want this to be thorough, though? I mean, I'm not saying that he had, doesn't have had all the paperwork and everything in front of his desk and everything, but 
don't you want to go through and make sure there's no loopholes or anything I agree. that Beat his attorney can be like, hey, we're taking this to court. I they, think you could they, be thorough with it with three to seven days, though. I mean, because they, the, the, the policy requires them to expedite this process. So uh, I think anything more than seven days, though, if you're not, I think it needs to be, it should be a week or less, in my opinion. Hmm. Because yeah. because you want it to be quick and, and decisive, is that what you're saying, or you're just being I think because it's because it, it is an appeal. There is no hearing. He's going over all the documentation and all that stuff. It was a three day hearing. I think a week would give him more than enough time to review the material and come up with a conclusion and look at loopholes and be part of the expedited process and fall within those guidelines. I think seven days. You could even push it to ten, I guess, but I think anything more than ten. And that's ridiculous, in my opinion. And I also think that they had that hidden deadline. I don't think the NFL wants him on the field at all because that benefits the Browns. They can be, they got two preseason games at home. Look, if you want to see Deshaun, this is going to be your chance. Come out and see him and, you know, publicity and things of that nature. You're going to have to shut him down to get this all stopped before the season. Mullins, do you have a reason why you think they're taking a long time? I know we talked about it earlier today while we were in our chat. I mean, did you have a particular reason why you think they're taking their sweet time? Not sweet time, but, you know, extending this process? I mean, the only the reason I can think they can, that they're dragging it out is that they're hoping people start forgetting about it. I mean, why not go ahead and get it done? They should have followed up quickly, in my opinion, after the ruling came down from the judge for the six games. The NFL should have said, Immediately, they should have said, we appealed. They even waited three days for the appeal to say that they're going to appeal. Yeah, I don't they shouldn't know why have waited. So I think they were waiting to see the reaction, and they saw it was bad. So then they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll go ahead and appeal this. And now I think they're just dragging it out as long as they possibly can, hoping that more and more people will just like forget about it, and it won't be in the news as much, and then they can just – let let it wash away. Do you think there's a chance that they're taking their time to really drop the hammer? Or do you think they're just trying to let it wash over? Why? I mean, they've had what if, what if they come months. out tomorrow and they give some sort of Trevor Bauer thing out there? He's got two years. Yeah, that would be but crazy. Why would they have to wait to do that? They've had months. Know. I'm with you on that. I don't get it either. No, I, I go ahead, Mo. I'm sorry. Nothing new has come out of any of this. In the last several months. Well, in the hearing, it came out that he lied. So that that is new. And I think that yeah. should be considered as part of the punishment. Okay, okay, we brought you in. You lied to us. Now we should add more to it, in my opinion, as well. Mm. Yeah. So, I think yeah. Mullins is right on some of these things as far as coming out more decisively. Because I think, I think more and more the NFL is damaging its brand by not being more decisive with this. Um, and... I think if anything should be happening right now, now I, I agree with, I think they should be thorough and I think there shouldn't be any loopholes. I don't want them to go to be able to go to court and win some sort of appeal to get his suspension lowered. I don't want that. I want this to be airtight on whatever they come down with. At the same time, the brand is being hurt by each kind of day that's going on. But I also agree with Mullins' point too. I think that the three days that they took was to see how much public outrage there was going to be with it. That's what my personal opinion is on that. I think when it came down and it was only six games, Goodell wanted to see how the waters were out there with the public and the fans to see exactly what their reaction was going to be. Right. I agree with that as well. 
So as far as like you're saying about it being airtight, so, so I mean, wouldn't it, if it goes to appeals, the big silver bullet for the NFL is going to say, this is collectively bargained and agreed upon. This is a contract in place that we have the final say. They set it up. They agreed to it. They're going to be held to it. Right. The judge is going to be like, my hands are tied at this point. I have no point being in this. You guys collectively bargained this. You all guys agreed on it. You the guys are the idiots who left the loophole in there where Goodell has the or the NFL has the final say. Yeah. It'll just get shot down. It'll literally be just a time waster for everybody. I don't disagree, but I don't know all the bylaws that are in the collective bargaining agreement. I don't know if there's anything else that allows for any other certain appeals. I don't know the insides and outs. And I think I would rather have an airtight sealed envelope than I come down decisively quickly and then I leave something that allows him to I don't want to escape from the punishment. And I think that's where Mullins comes in at this point. His point is, is valid is, is that, look, they've had a year to prepare for this. What yeah. are you going to find that's not airtight in this yeah. in these last few days? What did yeah. you overlook that if you have been doing your job, what have you possibly overlooked? Yeah. But what if they haven't been doing their job? That's, like to, well, that's, that's a whole other. What if they're not doing their that's job? Possible. That's possible. That's possible. That's a whole other problem. Because. We've all talked about this before. The more that everything came out, the more that there should have been, there already should have been slaps on the wrist. There should have been, like we talked about before, that he should have already been on the commissioner's list. He should, already, he should have already been on there. Yeah, I agree. So, I know we could go round and round, of course, on this forever, but I just want it over. I do too. It's, it feels like this whole process of this going to the uh, Sue Robbins and now this appeal, it feels like it's been going on forever. Yep. It's only been a few weeks, but it feels like it's been like, you know, the whole summer. It's like, just get this crap over with. Well, I mean, but it in a way it has, though. I mean, from the first time that we found out about it till now, I mean, what are we going on? Two years? It'd be two years in January. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, months. yeah. And it's I mean, crazy I'm, that if, if this is all comes out to be, you know, judiciously true. He's still a free man. You would think, yeah, I mean, like all this happened, like how he is serving no jail time is insane. I mean, I know everyone, yep. you know, bargained out of this for the most part. I think there is there one woman left, right? Yeah, there's uh, one left. But yeah. that's, that's the big argument here locally in Houston is there is <clears> all <throat> kinds of discussion on the news and everything about um, investigations into the Houston PD about why more evidence why why wasn't he indicted there's a lot of that going on around here people want to know why because the police officer a lot of a couple of the detectives who were on the the case are like the evidence clearly shows that he broke the law there's there's no reason that he's not indicted so the da's office everybody's catching all kinds of flack over this hmm. so there are they expecting some kind of that's like different things. We get there's into. an investigation into it. There's a, there, and you know, conspiracy theories, right? But there's a theory going <laughs> around that the McNairs are in cahoots with the DA's office to not have those kind of charges so they could trade them and get them out of town. Oh, that's but that's not the way, that's not that high of a conspiracy theory. Come no, on. No, but now. there's right. that, that talk is going around, right? <laughs> I mean, that you never know, right? I mean, talk's going around, but I, why is the DA, these, these police officers are speaking up saying, look, the evidence is, is there's, there's, I've been doing this for, 15 years as a detective, blah, blah, blah. I've seen people get convicted on much less than this. Why, we don't understand why he wasn't indicted. Yeah. Well, like we said, that's the, it's not a far stretch to say that there was some back channel talks. Oh, I'm so sure. That he could get out the way. So. I'm sure. 
Mm. Uh, I guess messier and messier all the time. What'll be interesting is if they, all this stuff goes down and then what if they reopen the case and then indict him? Oh, that's possible. Yeah, it is. Anyway, that would be just like, I mean, this is already crazy enough as it is. I agree. Yeah. If I that agree, happens, really. the dude never sees the field, I don't think, ever again. Well, right now, you're, even if, if Goodell does what he wants right now, I mean, you're talking about, what, two, almost three years of no football. Yeah, he missed all last year. He played the year before. It feels like he missed that year, but he did play. He played the entire season, won a playoff game, and then missed all last season. And if he misses all this year, that'd be two full years. Mm-hmm. And I think what's going to happen, and I know we're taking a long time on this, I think what's going to happen is he's going to get, I think the NFL is going to hit him with that indefinite suspension. They're going to get that minimum year, and then they're going to make him meet some sort of reg, some sort of requirements that they want to have him meet and have before he reinstates himself. And if he doesn't meet those requirements, then they'll, they'll keep him out indefinitely. Well, see, I don't like that indefinite suspension. That, that really, that aggravates me to no end, okay? Because I think once they decide what they're going to do, just go with it. I don't want the indefinite suspension tells me like, well, that, that tells me that you never came to a full conclusion about what you actually want to happen. You're leaving your your options open based on whatever information that you have. And that would piss me off more than just saying, hey, in a year, he's been in the full year. And then once we know once that's done, we're going to do X, Y, Z and just say it, just say it and why, own it. I don't know why you couldn't say, OK, you got a year and you have to meet these requirements instead of doing the indefinite. Right. Just say, yeah. look, you got you got 17 games, you meet these requirements, and you're back next year. Yeah, I don't know. It's fair. We can go around. We can go around. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, let's move on then. Uh, more some more NFL news. Uh, Roquan Smith it wants out of Chicago now. Uh, that's nuts. I think. What has he played three years already in Chicago? Three or four? Mm, maybe four. Maybe four. Yeah, I'm gonna think four, maybe three. I don't, so, I don't think more three. Yeah, he just signed a contract today, didn't he? Like a five year deal. Uh, I thought he was still on a rookie contract. I could be wrong about that. A- but anyway, I mean, where do you put Roquan? Is he is he a uh, is he worthy of a first round draft pick and maybe a couple of thirds to, to get him to your team? He's a top tier linebacker, I would think. I don't know what I'd be willing to, to trade for him, but he's a top tier. I know the Texans have no business going after him. We're not in the we're not in the process yet to go get players like that. Mm-hmm. He's not going to just want to trade. He's going to want to trade in the new contract. Yeah. You're so right. But he's a young guy with a lot of upside. Why wouldn't you want to be – you're trying the to Texans, rebuild your team. Why wouldn't you want not somebody like to, that? I don't think they're going to want to wrap the money up in him, I think is what it is. I think they I think they believe that they can go out and find a Roquan Smith-type linebacker in the draft in the next couple of years and have him on a rookie deal instead of having to pay him. Well, you know what's crazy though is I think he he would fit great in the Lovey Smith system. That's that's my take from the Texans' point of yeah. view. Uh, I would love to have him. I just don't think the Texans will do it. I don't think that's part of their strategy right now. I really this is think his fifth year. His fifth year. Okay, okay, so he's on his rookie deal then. Okay, so I would I would think that the Texans are or you know, look they're, they're not they're not tanking, but they're they're getting people experience this year. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, but. I mean, it's a, he's still a young guy. I mean, he'd be a great captain for that defense, though. So, yeah, I mean, of, you, you don't have enough but, time to draft all of your players, you know, to rebuild your team. You've got to pick some up from from trades some, or from free agency. So. Well, I think part of the problem is there's some good young guys 
on the that showed some promise last year. They, I think, they really want to see what they can do this year. Um, and I, well, I'm I think sorry, that's part of it. It's you know, it's like the Davis Mills thing. They're, they're, they want to see what what he can do. They want to see what these other guys can do. And if they don't shake out, then then they'll go that other route. I think. I think too that the, the Texans. I think I don't think I don't think it's a good move necessarily for the Texans either because it's not like you're one piece away, a couple of pieces away from having. Yeah. A, great team you're a lot of pieces away so to have roquan smith is almost how do i say almost a waste of talent in a way because you're just like we're, we're not going anywhere and i'm going to wrap all this money you said all this money in him so now but i did see one of the landing spots out there was the dallas cowboys moments would you would we take a roquan smith or would you take a roquan smith i don't think we need him i i think we're, we're good where we're at really the article i read was interesting because it said that you know, obviously Jerry Jones always likes to make a move, right? But yeah. the idea of moving Roquan to the middle, take Parsons out of the way, make him a true edge linebacker, uh, and then have Roquan, Diggs, and Parsons as your future as your future uh, young defense, and then of course you can let Vander Vanderesh go at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean it. It would work. Do I think we? Have to, I mean, it depends on what kind of money we'd have to throw at him, but um, I don't it think it almost really feels like a luxury item for y'all, right? I would think so, yeah. It'd be it'd be a heck of a luxury item, but that would be great. I mean, you could you could essentially seal up the inside of your defense, right? Then you'd have Demarcus Lawrence on one side, you could have Parsons on the other, and then of course, we have Diggs in our secondary. I mean, that's not a bad, it's not a bad little defense right there, right. I yeah. I kind of like the idea. Now I don't know I don't know what the market value is for a Roquan Smith right now as far as what a linebacker. What's the I don't know what the average pay for is for a premium linebacker. I have no idea. I'm assuming it's in the 17, 18 million dollar range. And I don't know if the Cowboys have that kind of cap space. But the luxury to have a Roquan and be able to uh, move Parsons around wherever you want to. Right. Sounds like a great thing to me. What is the average what is the average salary for a great inside linebacker right now? That's what I'm looking. Yeah, I guess it would just be like what they want for him. Like, I, I wouldn't give a first for that guy. You wouldn't? No. I don't think so. Oh, come on now. So you want to give up a first for him? I don't want to give up a first for him, but I think he's worthy of a first round draft pick. So... I remember when he came out of the draft, he was the guy that I wanted the Raiders to get in that draft. He 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 was a guy I was targeting. Yeah. I think I think that he I don't know his stats, no idea. I don't know his stats at all while he's in Chicago. But I thought he got defensive rookie of the year. I could be wrong about that, but I thought he did. You're right. It's about eighteen point seven. Yeah, and I hope okay. I, I hope I stay online. We're having bad thunderstorms here, man. I hope I get to stay online. So if I Are drop, you all right? just know that we lost power. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, my my generator's on right now. So we'll if it gets any worse, we'll see. Oh, I didn't even know that you were getting any storms over there. So and listen, apparently we are. That's crazy. Apparently, I missed all of Brian' conversations. Yeah. I guess it must be nice to get storms. I know. Right. <laughs> I, I haven't said a word, man. We've been I haven't had storms in two months. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, it looks like it's about eighteen point seven is the the premium rate. Okay, everybody's talking about him going to the Ravens, which God, I think it was. It's just 
the Ravens. Wow. But they never make a dumb move. So if they if if he goes into the Ravens, I mean that's just yeah, that's just gonna be a How nice lockdown defense. Huh? How can they afford him? <laughs> they know how to uh they do manipulate they, how, those contracts. How do they how do they have six draft picks every year or seven draft picks every year and then they like somebody falls to them like <clears throat> into the second round? How does that happen all the time? You know? So in, in four years, he, he he has 14 sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, five interceptions. He has 524 tackles, I guess. But I don't know. I wouldn't break the bank on this guy. Well, he's also been playing for a crappy team. <clears throat> There's a lot of people that get a lot of good stats on crappy teams. He's 100 tackles a year. That's 110, true. 115 tackles a year. Yeah, I mean, the tackles is fine. Everything else is a little lacking, I think. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I said, he'd be a good fit. Like I said, if the Ravens end up picking him up, I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't blame the Ravens for picking him up. So, like I said, I don't, I don't ever, I've never seen a Ravens dumb move in like all the entire time they've had been an organization over there. So, um, yeah, I don't see it happening. It'll be interesting to see if they, if they do get, if they do get Roquan Smith, how much does that affect the uh, Lamar Jackson contract? I'm gonna be. It's gonna be fascinating to me to see what Lamar Jackson gets after Mar- after Murray's contract. It will be fascinating to see how he how that falls out because Murray is forty six point one million dollars, right? And that's what I understood. Right, it was his contract that was guaranteed. Year. Yeah, uh, I'm a guarantee. Yeah, well, I think that one sixty guaranteed. Yes, yeah, something, something like that. that. Yeah, yeah. So I think Lamar Jackson is going to obviously break that part so mm-hmm. does he get more than deshaun he oh, should no. he no? should but he's not going to no everybody everybody in the league has talked about deshaun's contract and that that's just like a once in a once in a blue moon contract that that is not going to be how it falls out for everybody else but he's already like skewed the market you're right about that i don't disagree and, and with as that. far yeah. as murray too i mean the the one thing jackson has over Watson and Murray, he's got an MVP. He he always just say, I was league MVP. But look at these guys. They're making this. I should be making more than that. Yeah, but I mean, the, like we talked about and, just now, I mean, the Ravens don't make, they don't make them decisions. I don't, I don't imagine them overpaying or how do you ever you want to put it for Lamar Jackson. I, I think they're going to keep it within that 42 to 45 range and keep him happy. I don't, I don't see him going, I don't see him breaking the bank. I could be wrong. I don't see him breaking the bank, though. Maybe. I don't go longer than four years with him. You would or you wouldn't? Would not. I'd give him a four-year, you know, but guarantee it, fully guaranteed or something, or real close to it. And they do four years, because I'd be worried about going any longer than that with his, you know, just like we talked about at the beginning of the show. He's got freakish athletic ability. At one point, that's us going to see all the hits and wear and tear. It's going to start coming down. Yeah, but I mean, back to John's point. I mean, he does have MP. I mean, he's he's carried that team for the past four he years. Season last year too, until he got hurt. He but did. Just, he's in that unique. He's in that unique category where it's he relies so much on that freakish athleticism that he has that it's he's not a he's not a Patrick Mahomes where you can say okay, well he's got mobility, but he can tear you up from the pocket. Mm-hmm. 
or, you know, some of these other quarterbacks. I mean, example, Deshaun's that way as well. Deshaun can run, but Deshaun also can get you from the pocket. I don't see that with Lamar. If he doesn't have his freakish athletic ability, he's not the quarterback that he is. Even I don't dis- close to it. I don't disagree with that at all. You make a solid point with Lamar Jackson, but at the same time, he's gotten he's gotten you to where you want not say water where you want to be, but he's got he's carried games for you, and he is leader of your team. I mean, you have to pay him. I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe a fully guaranteed contract would keep him there. Maybe you pay him less, but you make it fully guaranteed. Right? Maybe maybe you do forty one million a year, but fully guarantee it. Talk him into a four year, forty one million dollar, and, and talk him into the well, you know, the next contract, man. You can really, really cash in. Yeah, but, that's true. Uh, the, like what you're saying, so it's about the the way the Ravens view these things. Do they feel as if they need that elite quarterback, uh, athletic quarterback, or can they just feel like, you know, we'll take a give us a Matt Ryan. Give us a, a wince. We'll put a defense around him and our system around him, and he'll succeed. Like, do we need to pay somebody $50 million a year or just give us a veteran that we can – we've already got the core uh, mm-hmm. team here. You know but, what I mean? Like a, like a Flacco or a Dilfer or something like that. Yeah. But then, but they also put, they paid, they paid Flacco, though, right? And wasn't he one of the highest-paid quarterbacks – when he signed that little three or four years, wasn't he? That I one think of the he had. I think he had the highest quarterback uh, contract at that time. Okay. And if you're talking about that, John, I'm gonna throw an interesting name out there for the Ravens. Then why not Jimmy G? Then why not Jimmy G? To the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> why not? If, I fancy, mean, John. He, Matt, John makes a solid point. He's a fancy Elvis Gerbach. Oh. Okay. Did All Elvis right. Gerbach play in the Super Bowl? Nope. Uh, GBG. That's, that's why I said he's a fancy one. <laughs> Elvis, have, we ever, have we even said the name before Elvis Gerbach at all on this show? That's a good one. <clears throat> that's a good one. Oh, Lord. Wow. Elvis Gerbach. Anyway. Was that, was, that, was that the one that was crying on the sideline one time? Was he? Was that Elvis Gerbach? There was some guy on the Ravens. He got put yanked one time and people were theorizing whether he was crying on the sideline or sweat or something. Hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't remember that. that. But it wouldn't surprise either. me. Yeah. Oh, Lord. But, what, okay. but, but why not? Why, why not? What's wrong with the Jimmy G? Mullins has put out some really good stats about Jimmy G before. Why not Jimmy G with a rock-solid Ravens defense? Uh I mean, sure. As long as you don't have to break the bank for him. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to. I mean, I don't think so. You would for Jimmy G, right? I mean, what, what would the Jimmy G market go for? What, $36, 37000000 dollars? He's guaranteed twenty five this year. Nobody wants to pay him. Okay, that's that's fifteen million cheaper than whatever maybe Lamar Jackson might be getting. Well, not this year, mind you, but going forward. But you're uh, going to have to trade for him, so you have to give up yeah. assets. Maybe mm-hmm. depends mm-hmm. if you hold out long enough. I mean, the contract becomes guaranteed on. I was listening to this on the radio today. His contract becomes guaranteed on September 10th. And if they mm-hmm. cut him before September 10th, they don't owe him a dime. So if they can't okay. work out a trade before September 10th, he'll probably get cut. Okay. There you go. And there's your quarterback situation right there. 
But you still have Jackson locked up for this year, right? You could always yeah, franchise you him. You could. And yeah, I don't know. Like if if you have Super Bowl aspirations, that I don't know, bringing in Jimmy G. He's already been to the Super Bowl. Well, I know, but like just team dynamics, like, yeah. like Jackson coming in, like this is going to disrupt the team. Let's just get crazy. Let's just bring in Jimmy G and then Trey Jackson off. Oh, now you're talking crazy. crazy. We'll now trade you're him Houston. First round picks. Wait, I you, watch. Want, you, you want Jackson? And then I got to watch Lamar Jackson for the next 10 years and we'll never make the, <laughs> never win a game in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Or he could be your savior. He could be your savior. What if he's in like that? Right. Be, yeah, there you go. You'll yeah. be his favorite number one fan. Yeah, and then he, has to, then he has to eat everything you said, Cook. Everything you said about him. If he came to, to Texas and took us to a Super Bowl and won, I would eat it gladly. Uh, I mean, your, your, your helmets are already like Louisville red. So Yeah, that's true. Exactly right. Yeah. So, and what's with y'all trading with the Dolphins all the time? There's another trade y'all did this week. Why are y'all always – For a back time, I know. There's other people to trade with out there, in case you're wondering. I don't just, know. I think at the end of the show, you should shout out the front office of the Houston Texans and just let them know there's 30 other teams that they can trade with if they want. He's probably scared to trade with, the, like, the Cardinals or anybody else. Yeah. Or the yeah. Raiders. Or the Cowboys. Yeah. You know? No. Sure. You can do that. Well, you know, who – you don't have like this backup tight end that's played 14 games in a three-year span that we want to trade for. Yeah, dude. His name is Blake Jarwin. Well, he's not there anymore, but I'm sure we did. But Blake Jarwin, you can trade for him. That's true. For a six-round pick? Yeah, totally. Maybe. Well, I'll let you have him. <laughs> or I would have. He's probably gone. I think he's gone already. But yeah, before that, I would totally let you have him. No. Uh, Major League Baseball is going to play the Field of Dreams game. Do you, do you like the Field of Dreams? I like got a stat on that. Oh, do you? Hit it. Let's go. I read this just the other day. It kind of uh, it, it brings in Cincinnati oh. and A&M. Okay. I don't know if y'all oh, saw this. I saw that. But the I last that. time that Cincinnati wore the uniforms that they're going to wear in this game, A&M uh, – the A&M's opened the season up against Sam Houston that year and went undefeated for the year. Yeah, I saw that stat. Now, yeah. granted, that was 1919, but still. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> 103. That's 2022, not 2020. Cincinnati is wearing those uniforms, and A&M is opening up against Sam Houston this year. It's destiny. Mm -hmm. We're going destiny. undefeated. So write okay. that down. Destiny. It's locked yeah. In. It's destiny. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, a little, little crazy Mullins. That's a lot. <laughs> don't forget. Okay. Like don't forget. Mullins. Don't we let were also, ruin your parade. We were also in a pandemic at that point, too. That's, no, that's true. true. That's See? true. There are that's none true. of That's true. Mullins, how old were you when that happened, though? Like, when that happened, how old were you? Wow. Here we go. 43. <laughs> 43. <laughs> wow. 43. <laughs> <laughs> Three in nineteen nineteen. Uh, Sir, um, yeah. it's okay. Mullen, you should be proud of yourself. You're still here. You're proud. Hey. Yeah, we already discussed this. He's a highlander. It was yeah. right before prohibition. You were ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> he was bootlegging. He was bootlegging. He was speakeasy. I can totally see Mullen's doing that. He was doing the Charleston. He was oh. ready. Oh, 
Wow. Dating some flappers. He was uh, Oh, you can't say that. No, no flappers for Mullins. Not do that. That was, wow. that was 100, 100 years ago. <laughs> so, well, speaking of stats, wow. by the way, I just want to let y'all know that I, uh, I have not been contacted by any slam ball teams yet, but as soon as I do, I will let y'all know. Nor will you. <laughs> just waiting to see that big contract come through. Yeah. I, John, you need, you need veterans on your team. Am I practicing? I'm working out like every other day. Yeah. Jumping? No, I'm not <laughs> jumping. Well, that's but, part of slam ball. There's a trampoline, John. Trampoline. There's a trampoline. You got to jump. You think you just stand on it and you fly in the air? <laughs> <laughs> you got to jump. He's <laughs> probably jumping on a trampoline and bumping these. He's conditioning his body to take the hits first. Yeah. Because he's going to get yeah. stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, Every at the <laughs> I'll be a veteran. It'll be uh, the people that they'll, they'll bring me in. They want the veteran leadership that I provide. That's what's going to happen. They'll be like, "Can you come in and just you know help out these younger people?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll show them the tricks. I want them to know what not to do and what to do. That's that's all I'm waiting for." And, oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that, like I said, y'all be the first to know. I'll I'll send y'all a picture. Okay. Slam ball. Slam ball. Yeah, slam ball. Wow. Um, anyway, Field of Dreams game. Are y'all looking forward to oh, the Field yeah. of Dreams game? Yeah, it's always cool to watch. It'd be cool. Yeah. I heard something. I didn't hear it totally, but something about um, uh, Kevin Costner uh, mm-hmm. honoring uh, Ray. Uh, oh, or, really? Ray Liotta? Uh, yeah. Are you serious? I don't know if it's supposed to be like during the game or or what. Okay. Heard something well, that's cool. That. That's very cool. I did not know that was going to happen. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you four things about the Pillar Dreams game. Number one, Mullins already mentioned it, but I'm finished anyway. The Reds and the Cubs, are, of course, are going to wear their throwback uniforms. So. Nice. Uh, Joey, uh, Joey Votto and Ian Happ are going to be mic'd up during the game. Uh, the ballpark obviously will be the main star of the, the uh, game. And uh, they're hoping to get as much, as much ratings as possible as last year's game because last year's game was really, really good. So, yeah, so yeah. the White Sox won it. They did actually. That was, it was a good game though. It was a really good game. It was a very good game. So uh, that comeback win that they had. So. Speaking of unique sports, do oh, you boy. remember the arm boxing thing that I said, y'all? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Was that not wow. awesome? Well, yeah. That was nuts. It's just two guys standing right in front of each other, <laughs> punching each other in the face. Sure. <laughs> tell me you wouldn't watch. Tell me you wouldn't watch that though live. Tell me you wouldn't watch that live. I guess I don't. What do you mean you guess? It's just two guys trying to haymaker each other, standing <laughs> nose to nose. Okay. Interesting. Okay, uh, but if I gave you free tickets to this, John, I said, John, hey, I can't go to the arm boxing match tonight. Here you go. It's going to be in College Station or wherever. Would you go? I, I mean, would it last five minutes? Like it's just. 
As soon as someone lands a punch, it's over. <laughs> the video you sent out, they just kept missing. But I mean, if somebody hits, it's, it lights out. Okay. But does that take away from anything? So, so I, I don't know the rules. Like, is it either you knock them out or you slam them or what? I don't know the rules either, but I just saw it on Twitter and I had to share it with you. I have no idea. But did you also notice that they're also like chained to the little, whatever, the little bar thing right there that they have chained to it? Sure. Please tell me you saw that part. Like, that, there's the, no, that's, come on. I, I, I saw it, but it's just, I didn't get it. Oh, come on. <laughs> I laughed at this so much. I loved it. Mullins, this could be, this could be something you could do, Mullins. Just, a haymaker yeah. on somebody. I'll pass. What? Well, yeah. I'll go with you, Mullet. I'll go with you, Sosa. We'll go watch it. Once okay. again, Carrie and I are yeah. the voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the voice of reason. Yeah. What are you talking about? Purity. Purity yeah. of the game. You don't need chains. That's right. This is this is something obviously extremely unique. Okay. Is something I want to talk to you guys about the slippery stairs? And everything else, I thought this is a unique competition, okay? And it'd be worth going to spend your time, 20 bucks, to go watch these guys lay each other out. Uh, That's not a sport. That's just like a couple of drunk guys tying their hands together (laughs) trying to knock each other out. I'm not spending 20 bucks. I thought you said the tickets were free. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Cook, I'll pay for you to go. Goodness gracious. All All right, I'll pay for you to go. I, I do get a thing that's going to cost me 80 bucks. But after that, after the, after that match, though, we're going to Waffle House. So, oh, there you go. Okay. We're going to Waffle House after that. I, I guess this ain't taking place in College Station. I was like, I guarantee you'll see a worse fight at Waffle House than at that. <laughs> right. <laughs> one guy over one end of the, of the bar and one of the other just, <laughs> just slapping each other with pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. I cracked up the whole time watching that video. I was like, this is awesome. And whoever thought about it, because it looks like their hands are like taped together. It doesn't even look yeah. like anything particular. This isn't they're just like just some shipping tape or something. Yeah. Know. Yeah, exactly. Whatever they had to laying around. Mm-hmm. Rolls well, of scotch tape. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you would love that. You know, I go out of my way to find these things. And every time I do, there's a lack of appreciation that I, I throw out to you guys for this for spending my time finding these unique sports, you know? That oh, your, the Slippery your, Stairs was a gold mine. Yeah, and then you keep sending, like, the how to, like, choke up on the bat, how to swing, and all <laughs> your, like, all your instructional <laughs> stuff is insane. It's, hey, it's about to be October, John. September, October, this is the playoff season for baseball, Okay. Great. You gotta see what's, what you gotta see what these guys are doing and knowing what's happening when you're watching the game. Okay, that's all I'm trying to do. That's all I'm trying to do. Sure. Okay. Sure. Anyway, one more thing to bring up, which is uh, this is my, one of my favorite things that's going on before football season gets started, which is little league baseball. Okay, I love little league baseball. I don't know if y'all watch any of the things leading up to it, but I like to watch the regionals. And I watched the senior league championship, the softball junior league championship, the whatever else championship that they have. And uh, so shout out to the Texas East, our Pearland kids that made it to the World Series. Uh, that's pretty awesome. 
But yeah, I love it. There's so many Little League games on all the time, and I just have to bring it up because, yeah, I think I think it's just I think it's the one of the best sporting events that occurs out there. I enjoy the Little League World Series as well. I've been following all the Perlin games, but yeah, yeah. I, yearly I always watch the uh, once they get to Williamsport. I typically usually when they start getting the regionals, I start watching, and then when they get to Williamsport, I start watching it. Yeah, Williamsport's good. I love watching their when they get there. Yeah. So it it's, cracks it's just, me up when they do the stats for the kids, like, you know, what, like it was a couple of years ago. I can't remember what that kid was. He was his favorite, his, uh, his superpower was being able to sleep or something stupid. You know, those <laughs> things like that always crack me up. They showed uh, one kid his, uh, I guess they asked him what, what their dream job was. And he answered, uh, to be a chicken nugget taste tester. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's that's a, that's a pretty good game. dream job right there yeah mm, well that's a really good job a chicken nugget taste tester right i don't know that that could go well and it could also go bad yeah that's all i was thinking depends but on what talking, company i guess yeah yeah we're we talking the tyson dino nuggets or we're we talking chick-fil-a chicken hey, nuggets those tyson dino nuggets those go hard in my house yeah, I agree. They used to go hard in my house too. Not as much as they used to, but the, I mean, the little T Rex ones, those were always my favorite. That little T Rex chicken nugget shaped was, that was good. Is that even real chicken? No, it's Nobody Tyson. Really, it's Tyson. Of course, it's sort it's of like chicken. A, it's like a paste that becomes chicken. <laughs> no, that's, those, are the, those are the McDonald's chicken nuggets. Okay. These yeah. are Tyson. These are Tyson chicken nuggets shaped like a dinosaur. They're like velociraptors. Sure. They're like coming at you. They're like little nuggets that come at you. It's like, holy crap. And you think they naturally come in T-Rex shape? <laughs> okay. Do they have chickens growing these little? Yeah, it's not like they shape. just like cookie cutter them out. Like, that's, that's a liquidy form, and turns in there. Wow. Uh, you're taking everything away from me, John. You're taking stop, everything stop, away from John. me right now. You really are. Stopping your negativity. I'm yeah. a realist. I'm sorry. Oh, I, got like seven, I got like seven bags of those things in my freezer outside. <laughs> Uh, the point about this always was was that the little league and the purity of the game. That's what I try to get to. Okay, yeah. that's what I try to get sure. to with this. All right, the chicken's uh, pure. pure also. The chicken is pure. You're right. Pure chicken. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, come on. That, that um, chicken's never walked a day in his life. <laughs> Are you talking about Tyson or Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yeah. Either one. It's, it's mm. the cage this big and the chicken's this big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mullins, come on now. Where are you on this? Is it real chicken or fake chicken? I was the one that even asked if it was real. I, it's, that's fake. God dang. Fake you know news. What? Uh, yeah, that, that's enough of that. You know, all, the, all this ridiculousness. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 hurt my heart with these things. You know, it's it's just not. It's those those things. We're trying to help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this whole show apparently is always about helping Brandon. Help, helping. We're just trying to help you, Brandon. Like we're just trying to help you come to the conclusion that all three of us already have. You know. Yeah. Why are you way over here on this side, Brandon? So, but the crazy thing is, you know, the crazy thing is, is that occasionally I nail it right, and y'all just y'all have to. Eat. Eat those words. When, the when is that? Purity happening? of the game. Because they all talk about the purity of the game. 
You've mentioned it more than once, John. You're just like, that, there was some security issues with you. Like, yeah, we're just laughing right. at you. Uh, no, nah, I was right. I was right. It's okay. No problem. Sure. No. Oh, man. All right. Well, next episode, we're talking a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of football. So I'm talking about a lot of football. But before we do that, we got to get to our final thoughts. So who wants to go first? I'll go first this week. Okay. Um, when the Houston Texans made their draft picks this season, this past draft, I was not excited about Derek Stingley Jr. Of what I've been seeing and reading and hearing about. Oh, here it is. Oh, boy. He's, uh, he's doing pretty well. But I, I still want to see him. I still want to see him put it mm-hmm. on the field. But I'm starting to be like, okay, well, let's let's see what he's got. Uh, Jalen Petrie from or the safety dude has yeah. been playing just awesome. Been lights <clears throat> out. Matter of fact, he's already been declared to starting safety. But the person I'm disappointed in, and it's the person I was the most excited about in this draft, was Kenyon Green. Dude, get off the second team. What is up? Get with the starters, man. What is he was, going on? I thought he was elevated to the first. He was team not. Line. Not yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. There's right. been discussion, but not yet. It's like, come on, man. Let's get moving. I want to. I want to see this. I'm, I'm disappointed. And I'm um, hearing good things about uh, Damian Pierce as well. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen with those guys. I'm looking forward to football season. The first preseason games this weekend. Can't wait to watch it. Actually debating maybe going to the game. Um, take my boys and go to the game. I'm, I'm kicking the idea around right now. Some people were talking about going, so we may go. So I'm um, hoping that happens. And uh, college football is almost here. We're, we're getting started. Let's see who gets the starting job for the Ags. And, uh, you know, baseball, it's heating up. The Astros caught uh, the Yankees for the best record in major in the uh, American League yesterday. So mm-hmm. keep that going. Anything to get the Yankees down is great. Um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been great. Uh, let's keep it going. And uh, I'm looking forward to some football this weekend. Who's that? Karen, go. Me? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead, uh, I think Sosa's going to like this one. Ooh. Okay. So, got another Cinderella story for you. Purity of the game. But this one's going to be in college. So, okay. in 2007, Fiesta Bowl. Uh-oh. Can you name the teams? Ohio yeah. State. Nope. Miami. Nope. This is a Cinderella yeah. story. Why would it include those two teams? Oh, Boise State, Oklahoma. There you go. Boise State, oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. That 2007? Yeah, right. Did you see this knowledge come out? Did you see the knowledge come out of here? I this was dome like 2002. Piece? Okay. Yeah. 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 The game yeah. a mid-major powerhouse. Boise right. State. You know, they back then they were playing in the whack, so nobody even considered them to be any kind of a threat to anybody and probably a joke, but... They went through the season undefeated, but nobody wanted to put them up there in the polls, said that they were overrated, they didn't belong. So what did they do? They stick them against powerhouse Oklahoma. You're going to get knocked down, little guys. And what happened? Some of the greatest football you ever saw. Boise State lit them up and whooped the big boys. (laughs) That right. was a good Cinderella story. Yeah, they were the Coastal Carolinas before the Coastal Carolinas came out. <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. way better. You wouldn't have Coastal Carolina without Boise State. Thank you. <laughs> sure. And I that's guess. it. That's all. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, you, you finish this up, so it's at the end. Uh, White Sox, just keep winning one, losing one, winning one, losing one. <laughs> the, only, the only time we can win more uh, like in two games in a row is when we play the Athletics, so hopefully that'll happen again. Uh, we split the series with the Texas uh, Rangers. Uh, right now, I think we're tied with the Royals. We won one, lost one. We're right on schedule to finish the season with a 50-50 win uh, season. Raiders. Oh, man, I'm just hearing so much hype right now. It's like, uh, on one hand, I'm scared. On the other hand, I'm like, well, okay. Other people are saying it. Maybe it's not. But the division we're in is just so – I've heard we're going to finish first. I've heard we're going to finish last. And, and like, three teams from this division could finish with 10 wins. It's just going to be a knockdown, drag-out season. Um, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams. Hopefully, uh, Waller hasn't hit the field yet. He's been banged up or holding out or something. Uh, that first preseason game was pretty good. We had a dominating uh, defense. I know it's I know it's the first game. It's nothing, but they did have a lot of starters on defense. They didn't start uh, in the offensive line. They had most of the starters out there. They played pretty well. Offensive line a little shaky, but I have promise for this year. For the first time in a long time, I have promise heading into the season. So you guys are going to have to keep me, I don't know, adjusted or something. I'm going to be, I'm going to, so how quick I jump off the ship is, is we'll have to see. So uh, go Raiders. Nice. I love, I love the promise in your voice, John. I like I'm it. scared. I like I'm it. scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Uh, was that it? Sorry, I didn't mean to do it. That's it. No, that's it. Okay. Um, all right. Um, let me be the voice of reason in the show here. Uh, I know. So Dave Campbell's football magazine comes out every year and I look forward to it all the time. And it got released, I believe last week. And, uh, it's like the Bible of college football, high school football here in Texas. And I never get, I never not get excited about the release. And I still, to this day, like will go through, and like look at some local teams and what they have to do. And I'll look at even my old high school and just read about them because it's, I think it's just, I think it's just fun. I remember when I was in high school yep. and they'd come out and you'd just be like, Ooh, I wonder if my name is going to be the Dave Campbell's football magazine. Even if it's just a blurb, even if it's just like, it's just your name. Anyway, it's kind of nostalgic, but I still get excited about the fact that it gets released every single year and they do commemorative issues now for a lot of the high schools. So they'll have their own special edition of Dave Campbell's magazine. Speaking of that, high school football is around the corner. I love high school football. <clears throat> a lot of teams should be like doing their, you know, two days and you know, everything that's going on. Um, I know a lot of schools did something really special, which they actually did like a um, only like the midnight madness for football for high school football. So they kicked off like right on at like you know August whatever last week August, what it, August the second or whatever it was. They did like a midnight madness. They had the kids coming off the bus and running onto the field at midnight. I thought it was really really cool. So especially for small town football, I thought that was really awesome. Um, feeding them more football, Cowboys. Looking forward to Cowboys uh, preseason games. I'm excited about this Tyler Smith kid more and more. The offensive lineman that they drafted in the first round. I thought it was an overreach, but the more I've read about it and seen him, he's a violent offensive lineman, and I like it. And the other kid that I like is this Jalen Tolbert more and more. So he stepped up in practice a whole lot since James Washington went down. So James Washington hopefully will not be a big of a drop off with Jalen Tolbert coming in. Um, Baseball is heating up. 
I'm not an Aaron, big Aaron Judge fan, but it would be cool to see him if he gets up to 61 home runs and ties that record over there with the Yankees. So that would be really interesting. Rangers as a whole, I'm still excited about it. A lot of young draft picks still happening. Um, so I'm looking forward to see what happens going into next year even more and more. Uh, the Padres, you know, I have never really kept up with the Padres at all, but looking at their lineup now going forward, that could be a really solid team going into the next five or six years with Soto and Profar and um, Tatis. Thank you, Tatis. Thank you. That could be a really dynamic team over there, especially with some of their farm systems that they still have intact, even after the big trade. And last but not least, of course, all the college football coming up. I'm hoping that AM solidifies that quarterback position and whoever they pick, they just ride it all the way through, barring any injury, mind you. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing all of those things and more as football football just gets closer and closer and the days get into the single digits. That's my final thought. Oh. Boom. Boom. <laughs>